host Daya Grace and today's episode I have with me Wendy S. Ang or Wens as, as many people call her from Optimize Technology Solutions. Um, now their office is based in Marikina um, but they also have a branch in Cebu. Uh, they focus on digital marketing, uh, social media, SEO, web design as well as mobile development. Uh, amazing, amazing fact about the company is they started way back 2002. So this year, they're going to celebrate their 17th anniversary. Wow, amazing. So um, without further ado, I would like to introduce you to Wendy and let hear what she has to say um, about her company. Hi, Wendy. Welcome to the show. Hi, Diane. Thanks for having me. Um, so can you give us a little bit of background about yourself and what made you decide to open up your digital marketing company? Okay, so uh, basically I took up um, computer science in college. So I'm geared towards digital ever since. Um, and, and since college, I was doing already some freelance software development jobs. Uh, this is what uh, inspired me to, to start my own company also. But before I started, um, I went to Singapore for some experience and then uh, when I went back uh, I started this company. I was actually just uh, 21 when I started it and we were one of the first um, web development companies in the Philippines. Um, back then in 2002 um, even the big corporations doesn't have a website yet. Okay impressive so you had the perfect timing setting up. Can you tell us when you were starting up what was your target market? When we were starting up, um, uh, we are targeting the bigger companies in the in the Philippines, and then I I discovered um, doing freelance work on online for foreign clients, and this is where we started to get um, more uh, foreign clients because uh, back then they have more requirements, they have uh, bigger demands for web development than uh, the local market. Um, Then we uh, accidentally we discovered SEO because um, foreign clients have been contacting us through our website because they they can find us using um, search. Mm, Search engines. Where do they usually come from? From what country? Um, When I started, I was still working in Singapore. So I tried to get clients from Singapore. And then um, we also get some increase from the U.S. And also um, during our first few years, uh, I think the U.S. dollar, the, the exchange rate is too high. So for them, the cost is low mm-hmm. because of the exchange rate, the advantage of the exchange rate. So uh, you catered to um, mainly Singaporean clients as well as uh, companies based in America. Yes. Uh huh. And then eventually uh, we got clients also from Australia. And right now we're doing a big project for a French company. Wow. So dealing with different countries, with different time zones, uh, is your company operational um, 
all day or how is your um business hours um we no we we just uh, do day shifts and then um we usually just get clients who are willing to communicate with us during the our office hours 8 a.m to 7 p.m our regular office hours is 9 to 6 but uh we adjust based on the client needs Okay, cool. So you started out with a local company, working for a local company or a local client, and then eventually branching out to uh, foreign uh, companies as well when you yes. started out. Yes. And then um, as we, yes. our, our clients uh, get satisfied, they refer to us more clients from, from their country. Okay. When that was my next, that was my next question. Where do you usually get your clients? Uh, is it word of mouth or uh, your website? So, majority of your clients, uh, they do come from referrals. Is that correct? Yes, uh, referrals and um, repeat projects from from them, from current oh. clients. Um, we actually uh, have a ninety percent client retention rate. Mm. So Impressive. most of our clients back back in 2002 are still our clients until today. Wow. <laughs> Going strong, huh? May I ask, you know, geographical location, location, location is very important. So mm-hmm. when you set up your office, mm-hmm. uh, what made you decide not to choose Makati or uh, Bonifacio Global City? Why did you choose to set it up in Marikina? Well, actually, the very first office that we had is in Ortigas. The only reason we, ha- we wanted to do Ortigas is to bring credibility because uh, we're a startup. So it adds to our credibility that we are located in Ortigas. And then we- once we got the clients that we want to have locally, uh, we moved to a cheaper place. So Marikina, um, it's against the traffic. So people don't have to rush to, to come to us. They, they, don't, they, they don't get late. And we usually hire people who live near Marikina. So they don't have to go to Makati. They don't have to wake up 4 a.m. just to go to work. Mm. They don't have to, to, you know, to experience the, the rush hour traffic. Mm, so going in, in, home and, yeah. and, and going to the office. So with that decision, you were able to um, increase the, the income of people living in Marikina as well? Yes. <laughs> cool. And also the cost here is uh, cheaper. So we, you get to rent bigger, a, big, a bigger space and the people you know, get to take home um, more than if they work in Makati because they have higher cost in food, higher cost in transportation. And also, the people don't have to, you know, um, experience the rush hour traffic. They have more time to spend with their family since they don't have to spend two to three hours on the road. In mm. just 30 minutes, they're home. Uh, we usually hire people who just live nearby. Uh, Marikina, Antipolo, Kainta area. Mm, uh, Montalban. Uh-huh. So what made you decide to open up a second office in Cebu? Okay, um, when we opened our office in Cebu, uh, there was um, a lack of uh, mobile app developers in Manila. So we tried to look for uh, developers somewhere else. So then the next city is uh, Cebu. So we tried hiring from Cebu and I think we, we, we were very lucky to, to get good developers from Cebu. 
And also, um, whenever we hire, um, it's faster for us to look for uh, human resource since we have two sources. Mm. It's one thing to have uh, clients from overseas, but it's also another to have um, two branches in different places in the country. Mm -hmm. Uh, Does it pose any challenge for you? Um, Initially, yes, uh, because it's hard to monitor the operations. We don't have a manager in Cebu, but um, through the years, we've learned how to manage it. Uh, We just hire jobs that are easily can be easily measured mm-hmm. so writers uh, link builders qa uh, we hire them from cebu so mm-hmm. it's they can easily be measured through numbers for example for writers who just deliver x number of articles to us every week we can easily measure that so uh going back to the services that your company offers um, it, it has been a common trend that, you know, web development companies start from there, but eventually they branch out mm-hmm. because when you design a website, of course, you have to market it and design yeah. it and, bec- and make it SEO friendly. Mm-hmm. And then with that in mind, you have to connect it to social media. Mm-hmm. So if you were to look into the list of services that you offer, Mm-hmm. Which one do you think uh, is the highlight or, or the, what you, the selling point of OptiMind technology solutions? Um, I think it's more of uh, delivering quality product and uh, results along with it. Uh, whenever we design websites, we develop websites, we uh, already test them, test their speed. Uh, we already make sure that they're SEO friendly, mobile friendly. So all of the aspects has to be there. Uh, since we also do SEO, mm-hmm. um, and then we can also help. Uh, we also help clients on uh, their digital strategy, social media, and search. With all the list of clients that you have, have you ever had any any uh, foreign client come in the Philippines and, and visit your office? Yeah, uh, actually, our latest one, a uh, French company, um, he visited our Cebu office. We met there, and then he visited also our Manila office. Um, we also have a client in China who always visits us here a few times every year. Uh, we actually we do uh, software development for them for uh, medical industry in China. Uh, so, how was their experience um, visiting your offices here? What feedback have you received uh, when it's it's one thing that they talk to you online, you know, but you know, coming here in person, how was the experience for them? I think uh, they um, by visiting it builds more trust because they get to meet our team and they get to see how passionate our team is in delivering their project and, um, you know, uh, how credible the team is also. Whenever they talk to them, they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Wenz, going back to your clients, uh, can you give a story or share a story? One or two of the most challenging or memorable experience that you had 
it's uh, it's for a local client actually. Uh, in 2006, we're still doing mostly web development uh, and mostly um, for foreign client. Uh, we usually get get uh, tapped by by uh, OFWs who are also doing business in, in the US. Uh, and then uh, one day, LBC, they inquired through us. We're not selling SEO on the website, but they inquired and asked us to do SEO for them. Uh, we didn't know any, you know, we, do, we don't know SEO by, by then, but we um, agreed to do it. We know some people who, who knows it, so we just hired them as consultants. And then that changed a lot for us. After that, um, I think the growth, uh, uh, we, we grew faster because we got more, you know, SEO is uh, subscription-based. So you just get, you just have to repay the client and you get, um, you know, the revenue just grows. And the challenge there was um, to rank them for several keywords. I think it was flower delivery. Uh, to rank them number one within two months. Uh, we were able to do it back then, uh, but now that's impossible already. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand because, you know, uh, updates, uh, search engines, and back then, as you said, Google wasn't even popular when you started. It was Yahoo, so it's continually evolving. I can um, see on your website that you have kept long relationships with your clients. Is that the same with your employees? Uh, yes, um, we have uh, a higher uh, employee retention rate versus the, the average in the industry. Uh, currently, our average is around five years. How do you think is that even made possible? What, what does Optimine Technology Solutions bring into table client or employee-wise so they stay? Um, well, Optimine, we're more focused on building relationships. So the money comes next. Um, we uh, make sure that uh, we spend for employees, uh, we give them decent salary. Um, they a- we actually give them also a one-month vacation leave every two years just to, you know, to, to rest their mind, their brains. Um, and for clients also, sometimes we, we even spend more than what they paid us just to make sure that we deliver are the results that we promised. So I think that's what um, makes them stick with us. I would like to say it again. One month leave for your yes. employees. One is month that, paid. Is that paid? Yeah, paid leave. Uh, where's, where, where do I sign up? <laughs> <laughs> wow. So they have a whole month just for themselves doing whatever they want. Yes. Uh, and then if you turn four years you have the option to use a one month leave or a paid vacation that we could we we, we could uh, sponsor wow amazing no wonder they stay <laughs> <laughs> but with these rewards do you have like you know a contract or something that if if i give you if i give you this one a month off you can't you lock your employees like um other companies uh no uh, the reward is actually for the pa- for the two years that you spent with us. So if you resign after you get the reward, that's okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> cool. So everyone listening, work with uh, WENDS. 
and stay with her for two years and you can go <laughs> off on a one whole month. That's cool. So going back to keeping up with the changing trends in digital marketing and web development, you started 2002. It's a whole different field. Yes. Now, oh my gosh, the competition just, it's a bit overwhelming. So uh, when's in your opinion, uh, how much did it change? And is this change threatening your, 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 uh, your company or how do you see it? Uh, it actually changed a lot. Uh, when we started, there's no Facebook. iPhone was already launched then, but it was not that famous in the Philippines yet. Uh, and we don't have LTE yet that time when we started. Uh, and through, through this uh, past uh, 16 years, 17 years, uh, we've actually added and removed services that we offer uh, before we still offer Flash animation services. Now we don't anymore. Uh, we when we started, we can do you know WAP. I'm not sure if you've heard of WAP. It's uh, um, a code for mobile mobile phone browser and the old mobile phones. Now it's you know our phones can read HTML. Um, HTML has um, improved a lot also. Uh, you now have responsive layouts. Before, you have to do a different layout for mobile phones, for mobile uh, websites. Now, you can just do one layout for both desktop and mobile. And like two or three years ago, they um, introduced AMP, Accelerated Mobile Pages, which is also one of our newer services, is to uh, develop AMP pages for, for bigger websites. Um, Facebook also wasn't around before. Uh, it was Friendster, and nobody markets on Friendster. Now we have Facebook. Oh, Friendster. And, <laughs> yeah, and Facebook is slowly dying. Instagram and YouTube is, you know, getting more famous as our internet goes faster, internet speed goes faster. More videos. Uh, we now use more videos in digital marketing. Unlike before, nobody recommends, you know, embedding videos on their site because they won't load. So I think for the past 16 years, we've added probably five new services. We've dropped also a few services. To keep up with the, with the changing um, yeah. trend, huh? Yeah. I remember like five years ago, we still get a lot of um, requirements to do Facebook Facebook apps. Now there's none anymore. Mm. <laughs> right, right. Um, being here in the industry for over 16 years and counting on the 17th, what's your advice for people like you who once dreamed of owning his or her own business and um, not only launching a business, but growing and uh, maintaining it so what's your advice okay um i think first is just deliver what you promised your clients even if you're a freelancer um you know you're a small company just make sure you deliver what you promised so that you can you know you, get, you can get this client's trust and you know keep him forever if you can uh, also uh you need hard work um 
when we started, I was uh, also a developer in the company. So I helped the other developers to build websites. Um, I also stay late, but now we can already do work-life balance since we already have, you know, um, long-term clients that we work with and we understand how they work already. Uh-huh. And um, I think also um, it, integrity, you have to protect your integrity. Thank you for that, Wendy. Um, before, before we end, can you give our listeners um, your contact information, uh, how, they, how, how they can get in touch with you? Because I can see you also have a careers page. So mm-hmm. uh, interested clients and, and um, employees, or uh, they, they could apply in your company. So how can they get in touch with you? Yes, uh, you can go, they can go to our website. It's uh, myoptimind.com, M-Y-O-P-T-I-M-I-N-D.com. Um, for uh, interested clients, um, email, you can email us through CostServe, uh, C-U-S-T-S-E-R-V at myoptimind.com or you can also check out our uh, Facebook page. Uh, it's Digital Marketing PH, facebook.com slash digitalmarketingph. For those who are interested to apply, uh, we're actually, we have several positions open right now. Uh, just email your resume to careers at myoptimind.com. Thank you so much, Wendy, for um, taking the time and talking with us today. Thank you, Dan. So once again, we thank Wendy Ang, the founder and CEO of Optimind Technology Solutions. Their website, once again, is www.myoptimind.com. I'm your host, Diane Grace, for the Offshoring and Outsourcing in the Philippines podcast. This interview will be available on our website at www.offshoring.com.ph, as well as on all our social media accounts, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Do check us out on SoundCloud, Junine, as well as on iTunes. This is Diane Grace for the Offshoring and Outsourcing Philippines podcast.